Today is September 4th, 2019. We are Sinful Black Entertainment, and this is the Overtime Sports Show. What is good? What is good? What is really, really good? Ladies and gentlemen, this is your boy James, a.k.a. Hollywood J. Black, live in the building once again. And I am not alone. We are live in full effect. Throwing it down. Because you know what it's time for. It's time for that NFL kickoff. And I am not alone, my friends. I have my main man, the big MF and Sin. How you doing, big Sin? How you doing, sir? I am in serious need of a haircut. That's how I'm doing right now. You and me both. That's why I'm wearing my hat because I am in shame of my hairstyle because I, I haven't cut it in a while. And, it, and, and, and I, I, you know, I gotta come correct with the fans, right? No, no, hold on, hold on. I got thinning shit, so my shits. I look like an old man now. Well, you've been getting AARP letters since you were 18 years old. That this, <laughs> this show has been sponsored by the AARP. Taking care of Big Sin since he was 18. <laughs> but all the bigger and better things, we got a whole, we got a whole slate of games. What I am? Aren't you glad that football is back? It is week one, baby. We got a like he said, we got a full slate. Every team on the docket, and me and Mister Black have a bet for the end of the season. So that bet it actually starts tomorrow. That's right. Because, you know, as they always do, we have a Thursday NFL kickoff game. You know, who, who's playing tomorrow? Who, who, who's going to be playing tomorrow? We have the Green Bay Packers at the Chicago Bears. Ah, yes. Let's let's start there. Now, when we last the, – the last year, we had the Packers and the Bears on Monday night, didn't we? That was when Khalil Mack rose – well, was it Sunday night or was it Monday night? I think it was, it was, I it was, say no, it was a Sunday it was, night. It was that's when Aaron Rodgers got hurt in the first quarter and came back and brought the Packers back from a fucking yep. twenty-point deficit on a bum leg. Yes, yes, and so I remember that game like it was yesterday. That was the rise of Khalil yeah. Mack. That was we 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 talked we talked about it. And we said this was going to be the, the Khalil Mack statement game. And it was because that Khalil Mack showed up for 17 games the entire season. Well, that, that, that Khalil Mack ran up to Deshaun Kaiser and just took the ball out of his hands while he was dropping back for a pass. 
Deshaun Kaiser didn't want the ball. He didn't want it. I mean, he just didn't want it. I mean, what, you know what, what I'm saying? Mean? All right, motherfucker. Give me your shit. <sighs> so this so is now we time, This is the first time in five seasons that the defending Super Bowl champions are not in the Thursday night game. No, and you know what, though? I think I'd rather see this game, especially after what happened last year and how it was one of the most high-rated games uh, on NFL television last year. Uh, still has one of the records. And so I, I, I think this is – you have to kick it off with this because last year they split the series. Um, the, the Bears actually stomped the, uh, the Green Bay Packers in the second half, the second game last year. We, we – we have to see what the Green Bay Packers are going to bring. And I think it's probably good for the NFL to find out exactly, like, early where they're going to seat the Green Bay Packers because if they get stomped out by the Bears again. Well, we know that this is the Bears' division to lose. Yeah, we, we, we've stated that. Uh, we, don't, we don't know what the Lions are going to be. We don't really – do we really trust Kirk Cousins? No, no. But I will say this about Kirk Cousins. I, I just posted, so go ahead and talk while I pull this up real quick. Yeah, I, I saw what you posted. And it was actually some eye-opening information now that you look at it from a perspective. I mean, I w- w- we'll talk about it as soon as he brings it up, but it I was something that I thought about it. I was like, I got wow. it right here. All right, so people keep harping on Kirk Cousins about his 4-24 and record against winning teams in his career. But nobody wants to talk about Aaron Rodgers' record versus winning team since 2012, which is five and twenty-three, or Matt Stafford, which is eight and fifty-four. Yep. I mean, I can say what Kirk Cousins has a playoff victory instead of Matt, which is not Matt Stafford. Don't. I mean, even at that. <laughs> but it, it, it goes is to what sh- I keep telling everybody in the world. I, I've been. What? But I, I've been telling everybody. I said, I, no, uh, you, you cut out. You were in and out. I didn't say nothing. So, so it's been what I've been saying this whole time. Aaron Rodgers. Is overrated. I've been saying this for the last couple years. Overrated. I've been saying it. I've been saying it for years. Um, The fact that Aaron Rodgers performs well doesn't say much. Um, See, you know what I equate Aaron Rodgers? Everybody brings the argument about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, okay? So this is where I'm going to dead this argument. And everything else is just is what it is. So, what? Well, let's see. Aaron Rodgers up until last year dominated his division, right? Well, but he would you? Played, he hasn't played a full season in four, so. Well, well, when he when he's played, he's dominated his division, right? Before this past season, yeah. Now, and and and, and, and Tom, you can say the same thing about Tom Brady. Consistently over his career, he's dominated his division, right? Mm-hmm. So, what's what about the other ten games? Tom Brady wins. 
Exactly. So, I mean, we, we have this. It, it, it doesn't matter um, when it when – it, because to me, the only conversation when it involves a quarterback who's better uh, stat-wise – and all stats don't give a shit. When it comes down to it, when a game needs to be won, who do you put the ball in whose hands? Do you put it in Aaron Rodgers' hands or do you put it in Tom Brady's hands? You put if it in Tom's hands and let him yeah. do his thing. Yeah. And, and, and that's what it comes down to. So now we have we we have this game that Aaron Rodgers needs to redeem himself. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers is fully healthy. The Green Bay Packers have a new coach. They have a new offensive system. They have uh, Aaron Rodgers is getting what he wanted, and he's still bitching and moaning and complaining. Still bitching and moaning. And the fan, you know, these fans are just eating it up. Oh, he's just being competitive and blah 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 blah. Let Tom Brady say something about Bill Belichick and watch how watch how the media flies. Let Tom Brady say anything. Yeah. Tom Brady has the best competitive spirit in the NFL, but he gets talked about because of it. Hey, here we go. And I and I know I wasn't gonna mention his name because he's not in the NFL right now. But as much shit as Colin Kaepernick gets as much shit as Colin Kaepernick gets, at least he wasn't a shit teammate like Aaron Rodgers was. Well, yeah, there's your Indiana, pipe ball. The Indianapolis Colts would rather turn to Brian Hoyer than Colin Kaepernick. That's all fine and dandy, but me, meanwhile, you, they want to sit here and call Aaron Rodgers uh, one of the greatest talent, arm talents of all time, well, greatest talent quarterback of all time, and he hasn't done shit. At least we can say. At least we can. Back, at least Dan Marino has the stats to back up his claim. At least a top five quarterback of all time. And Dan Marino didn't have half the weapons that Aaron Rodgers has had over his career. Yeah, the only the only person I can remember is Mark Clayton. That's it. And that's because the Tecmo Super Bowl. <laughs> but, and then we got the Chicago Bears. Yeah, a top a top defense in the NFL. Um, the number two rated running back core in the NFL behind the New England Patriots. Yep. Still an untested quarterback. We got to see what Mitch. We're going to see what Mitch Trubisky really is this season. Well, this is the this is the year that they got to let the chains off the uh off the motorcycle and just let it ride. Yeah. Um, they 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 got to use all six gears of this transmission in this car that they're driving. Uh, you know, uh, I don't have anything to predict right now about this offense. Is Tariq Cohen, if he stays healthy, he will be a pro bowler at the end of the season. I believe it. Tariq Cohen is is a monster. And, and the other, and the thing about Mitch Trubisky, too, he's an untested runner. You see that he has the potential to game change uh, a play with his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, he he kind of restricts himself, kind of like how Brady and Montana. Um, you know, Drew Brees kind of restrict themselves from running, but when he runs, it's the play is wide open at that point. They don't know, and it's usually a play where they set it, they set it up four wide, three wide. Sometimes they can even have Mr. Trubisky run two wide, and everybody downfield, and all of a sudden, Mr. Trubisky just runs off. Um, I, he's probably one of the more dangerous runners, and like, and he runs with a reckless abandon too, but still knows how to slide the safety. I like, I, I think year three. Is gonna be put up or shut up. Is Mitch Trubisky the 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 driver of this car, or 
Uh, are they going to have to get him more weapons? I don't think he needs more weapons, though. He did it no, he's last got, he's year with no him. weapons except for Tariq Cohen. They got they got rid of the dead weight and Kevin White in the offseason. The Bears have weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got rid of the, the running back that was milking out, the, out there. That dude, what, Devin White, they got rid of him. He's finally out of there. Um, but the Bears, I like them as a complete squad. Um, Matt Nagy has them boys, right? This is and, going, and this is going to be it. The bright lights are going to shine. And Chicago fans, stop blaming Cody Parkey for the field goal last year. It wasn't his fault. No. And, and the fact that they used him as the martyr when, in fact, he kicked, what, three game two? If it wasn't for him, the Bears wouldn't have been in that game to begin with. And, and, and the fact that since cutting him, they've gone through seven kickers in this offseason. So. I would have I hired that man back so fast. So now it's time for the we'll, – we'll alternate on who picks first throughout every game. Every, every game. So this okay. one I'm going to go with you first. I, I have in my mind who you're going to predict. I already put your initial next to one of the teams. So who you got? Green Bay at Chicago. Oh, I got Chicago all day, every day in this game. It has to be. This is the game that, like I said, this is going to be put up or shut up time for Aaron Rodgers, and I don't think that he's ready to put up this time. I think, especially with a new offense in place, I don't think that they're ready. For the first time in his career, Aaron Rodgers does not have Mike McCarthy. Yep. I think this season is going to be a struggle for the Packers. We talked about it when we talked about the NFC North. Yep. Um, I believe Chicago wins this game. It'll be a close one, but I got Chicago. Yep. There we go. All right. So next up on the docket, we have the NFC representative of the Super Bowl, the Los Angeles Rams at the Cam Newtonless Carolina Panthers? Yes, Cam Newton is uh, out for the first game of the season. Because he got injured um, in the game against New England. Yep. Um, this one was a little bit unexpected to me. Uh, well, we I mean, you see that uh that Eric Reed was campaigning that if the problem the problem with Cam Newton is that their offense is based around the scrambling quarterback. I have a problem with Eric Reed for the cheap shot he put on Ben Watson. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna sit here lying. After getting an argument on Twitter. Yeah, I know. I know. It's it's I it's not much I can do about that. You know, these these you know how players get. That's all I can say. Um but the 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 problem when you have a, a a quarterback that doesn't scramble, I mean a quarterback that scrambles, is that you have to put quarterbacks behind him. That scramble too. The two guys that they have as the, as Cam Newton's backups don't know how to scramble. Um, they, so that means you have to come up with a completely different offensive game plan uh, coming into this game. Ron Rivera has spent years creating an offense and a defense that supports Cam, Cam Newton and his intricacies. And without Cam Newton, they have struggled at best. Um, in this game, I don't think it's going to be any different. Well, and what they just cut one of the top wide receivers too. Yep, yes they did. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I I don't know. I I honestly think at this point, um, I mean, if we're not gonna have people in the place, it's gonna have Cam Newton. 
uh, as, you know, a Cam Newton-esque backup, this might be a rebuild year. Well, there's no team tanking harder right now than the Miami Dolphins. I'm going to put Carolina a little under them. Because the Miami Dolphins are completely tanking. Yeah, that's they're they're, they're super tanking. They're 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 the the um the Coke especial with with pure sugar of tanking. They they are ready. We're gonna tra- trade our best offensive lineman and one of our top wide receivers. Yes, for biscuits and a piece of gravy. They 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 traded a quarterback for a young quarterback, a, a, a second year quarterback. Um, also getting also getting another backup quarterback in there as well. A but then backup. they traded Pouncey. Yep. And they Kenny Fields. And L- Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, I know. I know. But we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. All right, yeah. so we got the LA Rams. Will there be a Super Bowl hangover on this team? Will Sean McVay finally let Jared Goff call a hot route and actually throw the ball? Um I don't think there'll be a Super Bowl hangover on this game. Um, remember how I told you we talked about how Carolina, not Carolina, sorry, the Rams. Whenever the Patriots beat a team, they expose that team for who they are, right? Mm-hmm. They said exactly what it takes to beat that team. The problem is that the 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 Panthers don't have the personnel like the Patriots do, nor the defense to hold off Jared Goff the way that they need to. No, and um, we also got to remember. This Rams defense also now has Clay Matthews and Eric Weddle in the backfield. Well, yeah, and now their offense is back in full strength. They have Cooper Cup back in the lineup. And Aaron um, Donald was happy because he got paid. Yep. I mean, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a, a this is gonna be one of the statement games for the Rams. Uh I don't think that the hangover starts yet. It'll it'll happen maybe in a couple weeks or so, but not yet. All right, so I'm picking the LA Rams to win this game. Who you got? All right, you already know me. This is going to be the Rams. No Cam Newton means Rams all day. All right. So next up, we have one of the teams that beat New England last year and didn't make the playoffs at one of the best bets in the NFL right now. We have the Tennessee Titans at the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are coming in as a heavy favorite in the NFC North. Oh, yeah. We – we we talked about the Tennessee Titans and their failures, as they say. Um, this is the year, essentially, that uh, Mariota needs to put up or shut up. Um, while the Browns are coming in with the loftiest of lofty expectations, they just even found out that they're going to be wearing their color rush colors. Yep. Uh, you know, as as their home. Browns are coming out to put on a show on Sunday. Oh yeah, this is this is. Gonna be a, another statement game where I will, be have, I will be watching the Browns on Sunday. Yeah, this is this is a game where a lesser opponent is facing a, a a team with high expectations and all the firepower. And week one at home, you got to give it to the Browns. I mean, last year the Browns had a much worse team than they have right now, and they almost beat the better Pittsburgh Steelers in week one. Yep. I mean, you have to look at the Browns right now as the Rams from last year, right? If you're going, I, I honestly think this Browns team had a better defense than the Rams last year. Oh no, I, I believe that too. I mean, when, when we talk about one um, eighties, I think that's that's where we got to kind of put it. Yeah, that's where it's at. Um, Baker Mayfield is okay. Baker Mayfield is either going to excel or he's going to die. 
Did I cut out again? You still there? Hello? James? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Are you here, okay. sir? What I said was Baker Mayfield is either going to excel or he's going to die. Yeah, well, I think that Baker Mayfield's going to excel. Uh, what's his name? Mike Vrabel has a hell of a defense, though. Let's let's start there. His defensive scheming has been top-notch this year. I mean, well, last year was always top-notch. Mainly when he lost games is that his offense failed to get in positions to where his defense didn't have to break their back to try and stop him. But my only um, issue with the Titans this year is they have Marcus Mariota for four games. They have Tannehill for four games. Who's going to play the last eight? Yeah. Because you know they're both going to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. If Marcus Mariota doesn't turn into a pocket passer at some point, then Marcus Mariota's career is going to be over sooner than later. You're going to be looking at another RG3. Probably worse. Yeah, because he didn't, get the, he didn't get the wins that RG3 got over his career. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, Mariota has some key wins, but not like, oh, I led a whole entire team to a playoff type win. You know what I'm saying? Because even, RG3. Yeah, because even the year that the Titans did go to the playoffs, he didn't make it there. No, he was hurt. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so that's what you got to look at. Like, I don't – I can't uh, – until Mariota shows me pocket presence and the fact that he can stay healthy, I can't never root for the Titans. I'm sorry. It's not so going to happen. I, and like you, I like Mike Vrabel. He's a Patriots alumni. He won three Super Bowls with the Patriots. I love him. Yep. But, but. I don't like him as a coach. No, I, I told you I like his defensive scheming. I think he's one of the better defensive minds uh, next to Bill Belichick. I mean, he you could tell that he learned from Bill Belichick. Yes. You know he's what I mean? That Patricia Belichick tree. He's, in, he's over there. Yep. But like, did, I, can I just interrupt with something with New England yeah, real quick? Oh, you yeah. earlier? Go ahead. Did you see the New England Patriots hired Troy Brown as their wide receivers coach? Yes, I did. That was pretty fucking amazing, to be dead honest with you. I was like. There it is, because they got a whole new receiving core um, coming in this year. And it sucks because their their number one draft pick is hurt this year. Uh, hurt yeah, here we have the first six weeks, weeks, but they did re-sign Demarius Thomas. So. Yeah, which there you go. So he had a big game in the last preseason game. Yes, he did. Yes, he fucked But, all right, you're on the hot seat. Tennessee at Cleveland. Mr. Black, who gets the W? Oh, Cleveland is going to be a big one, I think. This is gonna be, it's gonna be the show. This is this is it. This is it. They've been preparing for this. Um, Freddie Kitchens' offense is spectacular. Um, we've seen it flashes in the preseason. We've seen backups get off in the oh, preseason. Baker. Baker did not have a bad drive in the preseason. No, not at all. And now he didn't have Odell at all. That's what I'm saying. And, and you got backups getting off too. Like they had third or fourth stringers just lighting it up. That tells you how good that offense is. Um, so I got I got the Cleveland Browns also. I think the, I think they're going to put up put on a show, and they are yep. still my pick to be playing the Patriots in the AFC Championship game this year. Yeah, I like it. I really like it. All, All right. right. So All next up, next up, we have was it a flash in the pan against? Yes, it was a flash in the pan. We have the Kansas City Chiefs at the Jacksonville Jaguars now. Let me start with the caveat of saying 
Blake Bortles is no longer on the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have a Super Bowl winning quarterback under helm with Nick Foles, who has never played good when he has his own team. Well, in his defense, Jeff Fisher was his coach in that run. <laughs> when Jeff Fisher comes to your team, you know you're relocating. Anyways. <laughs> Does Jeff Fisher work for Oakland? <laughs> I'm saying, right? He's probably hiding somewhere in, o- in the Oakland front office somewhere. All right, so we have Patrick Mahomes, who now the NFL has plenty of tape on. Yep. Which they didn't last year. With this Kansas City team, whose defense is still relatively weak, and they lost some good players. They cut Eric Berry, who was yeah. their heart and soul of their defense. Yep. Well, they still I don't think- know if Kyrie Hill is actually going to play this year. So here's my problem with the whole Eric Berry. Before, before we go on. I was so angry about that whole Eric Berry thing. You know why? It's so because cancer and actually got back on the football field. Yeah, he, he survived cancer, survived the injuries, got back on the football field, and only played one game, which was the biggest game of his career. And he got burned because he was rusty. Yeah, I mean, why would you put somebody in that position? Yeah, how are you going to? Okay, Eric Berry had success against Gronk last year. Gronk knew last season was his last season. He played all out in that Kansas City game. Yeah. Eric yeah. Berry was not stopping that man. No. Who Gronk in the second half of that game went for 115 yards. Yeah. I'm telling you, he he played only one game. It gave his heart and soul to Kansas City. and be It's just like the Cody Parkey situation that where he, you know, the mistake that he made, as simplistic as it was, which has cost them to advance to the playoffs, but they made him the martyr of last season. I didn't like that. Um, I didn't like that at all. However, we're still talking about Kansas City and Jacksonville. Um, Jacksonville used to have one of the best defenses in the NFL two years ago. Last year, that trend turned all the way around. That did a whole 180. Well, Um, okay, I'm going to say – I'm going to interrupt you. I think Jalen Ramsey is going to have to have a step-up season because last year he opened his mouth and got burned on 60% of fucking passes against him. Oh, yeah, that's 100% true. Um, um, my whole thing is like this, though. The, remember, the, the whole key is to beat Kansas City, you got to be able to keep up. That's, that's, that's really the definition. Only very few teams have been able to keep up with Kansas City. The Niners to try and play. Uh, that, 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 that's real. The Patriots had kept up with them, beat them, uh, because, you know, Tom Brady. The Patriots uh, dominated them. Yeah. The, the, you had San Diego was able to keep up with them uh, because Phillip Rivers. Uh, Jacksonville, can, I don't think they can keep up. I know it's Nick Foles. I know it's a new era, but they still have which was a lack of uh, offensive players outside of Leonard Fournette. That problem hasn't changed. Uh, they haven't signed any top 10, top 20, nor top 30 receivers in the NFL. Uh, that They had an opportunity to, and they failed. Hell, Des Bryant would have been a big improvement 
David Davis failed to do that. That's Brian Terrence's Achilles of practice. He's not going to be an improvement over anybody. Well, he would have been approved. Uh, name a receiver in Jacksonville, not named D.D. Westbrook. I don't have time for that right now. Exactly. So, which proves my point that signing Des Bryant would have been better than anything that is on their roster. All right. So, this is going to be my weekly bold prediction. <clears throat> the Jacksonville Jaguars will get a career rushing day out of Leonard Fournette and start the season 1 and 0. You wild. You are wild. Um hold on. <laughs> I think I broke I think I broke it. <laughs> this nigga said the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to start out 1-0. Can you believe this shit? <sighs> okay, well, now that we've had our laugh for the day, um, <laughs> he's really, really real. Let me tell you something. Mark my words. Jacksonville's going to get beat by 20-plus. Okay. They're not going to They're not going to keep up. Jacksonville's not going to be able to keep up. With uh, with, with with the Chiefs, it's not gonna happen. Um, that's just just the way it goes. I, I don't have any much more to say. We have to keep the toy short this week because we're talking about Jacksonville until Jacksonville actually shows me something, which they didn't show all preseason. Okay, they didn't show in practice. Yes, I know we talked about practice, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. They didn't show up shit there either. It's not gonna happen. Okay. Not by it's not. It's not. I refuse and refute. Okay. So I'm picking Kansas City as you. As I appreciate this for that, like 20 minutes. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll say, <laughs> like if you haven't guessed already, I'm picking Kansas City. All right. So that's my bold prediction this week. It's very bold. <laughs> man, you you are you a braver man than I. Anyway. <laughs> You know, it's been like 110 here for like three straight weeks, so don't mind me. Next up, we have, for the first time in, I think, a decade, the Joe Flacco-less Baltimore Ravens at the aforementioned tanking Miami Dolphins. Oh, I feel so bad for the coach of the Dolphins. He had one good season as a defensive coordinator, only calling half the plays for New England. Then he got this big coaching job in Miami, and then he traded away all their talent. This this literally reminds me of what happened in uh um in Denver last year, right? Ryan Flores is not going to make it through the season as the Miami head coach. No, I think he's going to quit and go back to New England. Fuck this shit. No, they got Jared Mayo as their defensive coordinator now. He ain't going back to New England. He'll go back at his assistant's assistant better than this shit show that's in Miami. Fucking well, shit. This Miami team fired Adam Gates, who, as we know from the press conference with the Jets, is kind of tweaky. Adam 8 and 8 Gates, baby. 8 and 8 Gates. 
Uh, the first season the Miami Dolphins don't go eight and eight in like twenty years. Oh no, because they'll fuck around and end up one and fifteen. They keep fucking around. I mean, maybe that's what they want. To be dead honest, they see it worked for the Browns. Shit. Um, this Miami team. I feel bad for Josh Rosen also because he's getting put into this shit. He got it put into bad a... enough that he was running for his life last year in Arizona. He's going to have to double down on that now that they traded their best offensive lineman. <laughs> this man's going to go for a thousand yards rushing and a thousand yards, thousand yards passing like he did last year. You know, and you know that's not even the worst part. You know what the worst part about this shit is? Okay. Is that the, when the, all the rumors started, they were supposed to be trading Laramie Tunsil for Jadavion Clowney, right? That that's what the rumors were at the beginning of the day two two three days ago. Hold on, Kenny Stills got traded because he's because he doesn't like Jay Z. That's why Kenny Stills got traded. He got the owner let go uh, let go off the uh, what's the team the inclusion committee or some shit like that. I'm just like I'm thinking to myself. You had the opportunity to trade for Jadavion Clowney, and you didn't even do that. Like you didn't even get that right. You let Seattle snatch up Clowney. The the Miami Dolphins are now Mark Cuban saying, "Hey, tanking's good." Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Well, and, and you know Miami knows a bit of thing or two about tanking. I'm talking about the whole city. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but the Marlins, he traded all the good players to the Yankees. For what? I still don't know. I, I we, we still, I think it was a sack of cash, to be dead honest. They, they, they win games. They win like five <laughs> games and every other week, so. Remember I told you, every time I see, every time a briefcase or Cash. Every 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 time they I hear the words cash considerations, I, I think the owner pulls up, pops open a briefcase. Here you go. Give me your players. I'm out. Peace. Thank you. you know for, thank you for the cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for the cocaine. Although they could have probably got it free from the damn hurricane because it's been popping up on the beaches lately. But you know. Are you talking about the? <laughs> See, and that's why Dorian didn't do damage to Florida because they thought it was going to get traded to another team. <laughs> any, anything with any amount of leverage and power in Miami is now gone. Well, think about this. Do you notice that once Dorian pulled up to the Bahamas, it was stuck in between the Bahamas and Florida, and after it left, all the fucking cocaine start popping up on the damn beach? Is, is that not ironic? It went to damn Peter's house. Dorian was high to the motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, like, oh, I want to go there. Yeah, they're taking on a team whose quarterback would probably like to have more rushing yards and passing. <laughs> I mean, that's that's his mo. I mean, when you literally you got Greg Roman who designed the. I don't know what happened to James. 
I don't know if it froze up on everybody's end or is it just my stuff? Let me text him and find out. Because he was in the middle of a thought. Well, he's gone. Um, hmm. So I guess I'm still alive. Anyway, we're talking about the Baltimore Ravens at the Miami Dolphins. This is a little awkward because we're supposed to be doing predictions against each other. Um, I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens in this one. They're a better all-around team, whereas the Miami Dolphins have sold their soul for nothing. Literally nothing. What the fuck happened? Am I even alive anymore? Yeah, I am live still. So hopefully he gets back here quickly. But um they are dealing with weather conditions over in Florida, so he might not be. So I'm gonna keep on talking about how bad the dolphins are. Man, I'm just, I'm struggling here, and I apologize for that. Um, you try and call this man. See what the hell's going on. See if he answers. Get his prediction from the phone, I guess. I'm back. Okay, you back? Yes, I'm yeah. back. I don't that got really awkward. <laughs> I'm over here trying to, trying to do a prediction show with you. Bounce shit off each other. Then poof, James gone. I don't know what happened. My 5G network disappeared. It said, fuck this shit. And so my computer's like, well, what the fuck you want me to do now? <laughs> so anybody watching this on Facebook tomorrow, I am not editing that out because it was just an awkwardness between me and the camera. I mean, I, I can't wait to see the replay on this one. This one's going to be interesting. It even got so bad that I looked at my phone to see if I was actually still alive. I'm like, I'm still here. It, the end of the world, Dorian got you. Anyways, it was Dorian's, Dorian's coat. It was a cocaine cane. That's what it was. That's anyway, what it was. I made my prediction. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to rewatch it to find out who I picked. Well, <laughs> fuck. Oh. I'm kidding. I picked the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm about to say, because like if you picked anybody but Baltimore, <laughs> this is going to be a problem. So I already my made my bold prediction for the week, okay? <laughs> so I, I, as I was saying... Greg, Greg Roman is the architect of the Colin Kaepernick offense. Literally the architect. That's why you got cut out. Because they knew you were going to bring Kaepernick again. They're like, no, fuck you. Fuck off. Go. It, oh, so it's not ironic that Lamar Jackson has the same number. Oh, okay. I just, I mean, I'm just trying to throw it out there. I mean, I think that Greg Roman only recognizes people with the number seven. 
And you knew that the shit wasn't going to work out. You think Greg Roman knew how to use Joe Flacco last year? Really? Really? We see how that worked out uh, for, for regular quarterbacks in San Francisco. It didn't work out at all. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's what, You know how Greg Roman, I need a number seven. Some guy that's black and can wear the number seven. Just get the fuck out there, guy. Run. Don't worry about passing. Fuck that shit. Didn't work in San Francisco. Run, motherfucker, run. Uh, and that's and that's exactly why Baltimore's been winning. And that's why Baltimore's going to win this game. Because Greg Roman still thinks that Lamar Jackson is Colin Kaepernick. Uh. <laughs> I swear, dude. I'm going to go buy a whiteboard and put check marks every time you mention Kaepernick on there. <laughs> Don't get mad. Don't hate the players, sir. Hate the game, okay? Uh. I'm not hating. Just he's been out of the NFL for almost five years, and you're still talking about him. Anyway. Four, to be exact. Four or three. Four, I don't know. Shit, fuck. I think it's three now. We're on year three. We're on year three of Kaepernick list football, and they hired Lamar Jackson. And we're, and on, we're on year three of extreme Kaepernick talk, brought to you by Hollywood J. Black. It's not extreme. I mean, I can get extreme, but we're not going to go extreme. It is not my fault that the Baltimore Ravens hired their coach. It's not my fault. So next up, we have a team who blew a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl, taking on a team that had so many high expectations after nobody took them to the playoffs that they flopped last year with a franchise quarterback. We have the Atlanta Falcons at the Minnesota Vikings. The Atlanta Falcons at the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, so which team do you want to talk about first? Because I have a lot to say about both of them. I would like to talk about the Atlanta Falcons because Julio Jones will catch touchdowns before the midway point of the season, unlike last year. All right. Well, now that apparently they know how to use Julio Jones in situations where – Oh, you've been there for, what, six seasons? Yeah, you know, fuck. Anyways, you know, it's not like he hasn't been an all-pro wide receiver. He's not like he wasn't a leading wide receiver in, wide, you know, in receiving yards and fucking touchdowns a few years ago. All. 28 to 3. 28 to 3 made him stop believing in Julio Jones. Even though it wasn't Julio Jones' fault. Nope. That one was all on Kyle Shanahan, who's the coach of the 49ers. But that's oh, no, we're not running the football anymore, even though we're having success. Let's just throw it, even though we're up 25. So, it doesn't matter if we have two of the best running backs in the NFL. We don't, uh, you know what I'm saying? Fuck it. Let's see if we can embarrass the Patriots. And that's when everything. That's when you walked up to him. Hey, coach, I think we need to run the ball. No, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody knows what knowing the Patriots are all about, it was Muhammad Sanu. Since when he was in Cincinnati, the Patriots played and beat them every year. Yep. And the, the crazy part about that whole the whole Atlanta Falcons thing, like the one thing that trips me out is that now you have. Two really good wide receivers. Um, the one guy that they drafted last year uh, alongside to help out Julio Jones. And you have Matt Ryan, who's still Matt Ryan. I mean, he's still guaranteed to get you at he least 30 touchdowns. He, I know, but he's still he's a 30 and 10 guy. He's still going to get you 30 touchdowns, 10 interceptions in a year. That's exactly what Matt – you know what you're getting with, with, with Matt Ryan. You would think that at this point that you'd find a defense – you know, that can stop somebody, and they haven't. Consistently, the defense has gotten worse over the years. Yeah, since they lost Claiborne, they have not been the same. Nope. 
Not at all. And now uh, they're going against the Vikings team who has found their swagger. They know how to win games now. They're, they're a run-first team now. They're, that's what they are. Um, they're, they're basically doing the same thing that Washington did when they had Kirk Cousins in his more successful years. But Kirk um, Cousins can't beat winning teams. Did he fucking go down again? Am I sitting here talking to myself once again? A debate show does not work without somebody to debate with. Yes, I could probably mention the multiple personalities I have and let them argue amongst each other, but that does not make good sports talk. So what I think he's going to say is hippity hoop blah 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 blah. Minnesota defense wins. But they are a run first team. So on replay, if he gets back here and he says all that, then I can look at him and say, told you so. I told you so. And yes, I am here by myself once again because his internet is shit. So I'm going to try and call him once again to see if the fucker wants to try and make his shit while he's on the phone. Sorry for being awkward, guys. I'm back again. Well, you're going to have to watch the replay because I did your whole analysis of the Vikings as you while you were gone. Oh, really? Well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it, got a so, it got a little awkward again. I'm sorry. I don't know what the fuck is happening. But I said, you know what I said? And I quote myself. It's well, hard to have a debate about sports when you're sitting and talking to yourself. But when you have multiple personalities, I can put them all out there if you want to. Oh, Lord Jeebus. That would make for a heck of a show. So, this is one going to be one of the tougher games to pick on this uh, this time. Well, you're getting ready to talk about what Minnesota is. I gave a prediction while I was here by myself of what you're going to say. So, I want to see if I'm right or not. So, Minnesota has Dalvin Cook. Um, they picked up another good running back. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. I His, his name... Lose me right now, but they got another good running back. Um, they still haven't got a top flight wide receiver outside of Stefan Diggs. Kyle Rudolph is still there. Adam Thielen. Oh, Thielen. Oh, I forgot about Adam Thielen. Oh, I'm sorry. He was a pro bowler last year, wasn't he? Remember, for the first 10 weeks, he had a touchdown every week. Then they forgot about him. Yeah. Much like you just did. Um, there can only be one dominant white wide, wide receiver in the NFL. His name is Julian Edelman. Anyways. <laughs> it's like Highlander. There can only be only one, there can only be one fuckers. Anyways, but that's not that's neither here nor there. The point is that the Vikings have found their swagger. I think to to a point where they're gonna actually take it to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, their defense, though, that's where the key is. That is where the big key is. Um, they had the top, what, a top five, top six defense last year? Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? I said, you're going to talk about the running game and the defense being the keys to the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh. 
Welcome to the Overtime Sports Show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Where you get sin in his crazy shit. Yeah, we and we have no script, so he wouldn't have known that I would even said that to begin with. So um it, it's it's gonna come down to whether they can stop Julio Jones or not. Um Matt Ryan is good enough to make this a game. All right, so uh, you're, you're on the hot seat. It's your turn to pick Atlanta and Minnesota. I'm taking Minnesota on this one. Um, I think they can grind this one out fairly well against Atlanta. Atlanta's defense is not as good as Minnesota's defense, but I still think it's going to be a decent scoring game. But Atlanta, but Minnesota's defense is going to come in, in the end. All right, I'm going to take the offense of the Atlanta Falcons in this game. Because they're going to want to make a statement early in the season. Yeah, there you go. All right, so next up, we have two teams who play in a division they're not going to win. Oh, boy. Well, who would that be? We have the better-staffed Buffalo Bills, who cut LaShawn McCoy, at, the New- at Le'Veon Bell in the New York Jets. This game, I'm not even interested in. No, I, I am interested in this game. Let me tell you why. Because I want to see what happened. I, I mean, initially two weeks ago. Oh, wait, we hold on, hold on. About- Before you make that statement, we forgot to mention, even though I picked Jacksonville in the game, the Kansas City Chiefs picked up LaShawn McCoy, who's only going to give him six games of action because he's another one who can't stay off the injury list. He went back to Andy He went back to Andy Reid, who cut him from Philadelphia. You know it's messed up? Because the Patriots were trying to sign him, too. Patriots don't give a shit. They just offer contracts to people now. Okay. We don't need you, man. <laughs> you want a Super Bowl? They can get on the fucking bus. Yeah. You want to win a championship? Come on. <laughs> yeah. We'll sign you for the NFL minimum, but you'll be a Super Bowl champion. Michael Bennett is happy as shit in New England right now. Remember, he stated that he hated the New England Patriots. Yep. <laughs> Gotta love them goddamn Super Bowl because, rings. Because of what he said was, it's nice to be on a team – where the coach actually treats you like a human being. Well, you remember Bill Belichick loves fucking defense. I know. Um, but that tells you a lot about Pete Carroll. And yeah. the coach of the Eagles, they didn't they treated them, they didn't treat them like people. They treated them like machines. And that's not how you win. There's a reason New England has been so successful. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know how it goes. So away. Oh, I'm sorry. Any Buffalo and Jets fans, I took away your swagger to talk about the Patriots. I mean, we got uh, LaShawn McCoyless. What's the – is it Josh Allen? Is that the quarterback name? Yeah, remember, he had more rushing yards than the running backs on the Bills last year because the Bills' offensive line was shit. I mean, why why, why keep a high-paid running back when you have Josh Allen? And you signed the Dallas Cowboys – Julian Edelman the offseason and Cole Beasley. So there's your 100 catches, 1,000 yards right there. There you go. And now we're going against the Jets team with still a solid defense. Who Le'Veon Bell wants to put on a show to show Pittsburgh that it was a mistake not paying him. Yeah, but is he going to be able to put on a show with a year two quarterback? Four or five games, yes. Yeah, with with no receiver. Like he does every year. So do we cho- do we choose the man that's going to be running for his life, or are we going to choose the man that's running for a new contract? Oh. Well, since I'm picking first and I don't care about this game, I picked the New York Jets 
just because they're at home and they have a better defense than the Bills have an offensive line. All right, it's bold prediction time. You going Buffalo? I'm going with Buffalo. My nigga, you got to remember the Jets started off last season without a quarterback and went three and zero to start the season. I'm going Buffalo. I think Josh Allen is going to be running for his life again, but this time it's going to turn into a win. All right, buddy. I know. I know. And it's, you it's know, I, I, I feel bad. Well, I don't feel bad. Buffalo and Jets fans, you teams are shit. Okay? Let's just be real. Let's call a spade a spade. No, let's let's really call a spade a spade. Tyrod Taylor got you to the playoffs, and they said, they, then you said, fuck, this is a rebuild season after this. Oh, okay. Appreciate it. You know why? Why? They don't want a black quarterback. Fuck. Well, now they have no quarterback. <laughs> he gets he's a running back. <laughs> Josh Allen is a 2019 Cordell Stewart. Just a guy they who got put in there to play a position. He don't really know how to play. They fucked around. They, they fucked around. Didn't want a black, a black quarterback. Ended up with Christian McCaffrey. Oh. But who can actually throw the ball. Yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. Actually, that's still going to be proven in the NFL. So, ah, you got, Rex mean, Burke, you got Rex Burkhead as the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills right now. I mean, because he can't drop back enough to, long enough to pass. What the fuck? Yeah, because like, he, he, he goes, his, his motion is a three-step drop back. By step one and a half, he's already got the two ends on his ass. So he's got to go straight <laughs> up the middle. Exactly. I mean, we don't know if Josh Allen can throw because he hasn't had the fucking time to do it. <laughs> so you're, you're, and like I said, sorry, not sorry, but once again, the New England Patriots are going to win this division easily. Oh, yeah. And, they, and they don't, don't be blaming uh, the Patriots. Fuck this shit. Because you guys uh, can't get better. It doesn't mean the Patriots should get worse. Yeah. They're probably waiting for Tom Brady to retire before they do anything. Well, there's probably going to be another three-year extension at the end of the season. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty much it. There you go. He's Tom Brady, and for some reason, he does not age. Anyway, <laughs> next up, we have an NFC East battle of a very mediocre team against a team whose quarterback is if he plays like he played last year, running around like a scared little bitch. They're not going to do much. We got the Washington Redskins at the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, and the reason I say that about Philadelphia's quarterback is Carson Wentz was not the same quarterback as after he got back from injury that he was before. Um, and you know what? I'd be dead honest with you about Carson Wentz. I don't like Carson Wentz. You don't like him? I, I like him to a point. The, I, I think they made a mistake. I think they should have kept Nick Foles there. See, I don't think that, though. Let me tell you why. Hear me out for a second. I will. So I honestly, in my heart of hearts, believe that Carson Wentz felt the pressure of what would happen that if he got injured or didn't, frankly, didn't perform well. I think that was always in the back of his mind. And it would consistently would have stayed on his mind had Nick Foles stayed there. Because once Carson Wentz uh, fails, then you could be like, you got to bring Foles in. Bring Foles in. Come on, guys, bring Foles in. Why isn't Nick Foles in the game, huh? Carson Wentz, even though he scored three touchdowns, did one interception that cost us a game. Bring Nick Foles in. Come on, guy. Nick Foles, Nick Foles, Nick Foles, Foles, Foles. Folesy, Foles, Folesy. Folesy, Foles, Foles. And that's what have been the, the whole narrative for God knows how long. 
at some point, you got to get rid of that narrative. This it literally reminded me of Montana and Steve Young. Uh, Montana was out for a year and a half. They bring back Joe Montana, uh, and he performs just like he normally performs. But it was the whole thing with Steve Young. Montana was in the back of his head. Steve Young would never be as good as Joe Montana. He always heard that. So they had the, the Niners had to make a choice whether we keep Joe Montana, bring him back like he normally was, or do we do we trade him? Do we send you know? Do we send him away, and then we can let our own quarterback thrive? And that is exactly what the Eagles did. They wanted their 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 new the franchise to thrive. Because let's not make a mistake about it. Nick, uh, Carson Wentz is the franchise. Um, I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. That's still up for debate. That's what this year is to find out. The good thing is, is that with this contract, is that after this year, uh, if, if he's not, they have an out. Yeah, but they have an out, but they have no one to fill the void. Well, that's what the draft is for. Fuck it. Okay, um, what if we trade again halfway through the season? Who's Carson Wentz's backup? Oh, fuck if I know. Exactly. I didn't watch the Eagles preseason games. I don't know who his fucking backup is. I mean... What the fuck you want me to do? I can only do so much with standard cable, okay? <laughs> to me, the Philadelphia Eagles is a lot is a lot like your internet today. Shady at best. Which is why they try to sign Shady McCoy. Anyways. And he decided, uh, like I said, he went back to a coach who cut him. Yeah. Yeah. So they had to make this decision. At the end of the day, they had to choose Carson Wentz over Nick Foles because then you would have said, oh, I drafted the future. Yes, he got hurt, but when he was playing well, he, when he was playing, he played well. And then you just abandoned that? You can't do that. Washington, on the other hand, is a different story. Well, who is starting week one? Is it Colt McCoy or is it Haskins? Neither. Who? The guy who played for Denver last year and took Minnesota to the NFC Championship game two years ago. Oh, Case fucking Keenum. Oh, yeah. Case Keenum is the starting quarterback for the Washington Redskins. And they're going to live to regret that decision. No, I think he's only going to be there for maybe four or five games, and then Haskins will come in. Yeah, I think at this point. Um, because Haskins has shown in the preseason, he's not ready. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's got arm talent, and he's dare, he, he will dare to throw the ball, but – Hoskins is the problem with Hoskins is he's still young. Um, he needs some kind of guy. He's still young. Ha no, Hoskins lymphoma. Yeah. Wow. Cancer <laughs> joke. Wow. <laughs> well, Frank Reich will teach him right. I think. Give Frank. Well, no, Frank Reich is not there no more. Who's the coach? Oh, the, oh yeah, that dude. Um. Fuck it, Frank Reich. Yeah, Gruden. Oh yeah, Gruden. Jay, I'm thinking of the Eagles. Why did I think of the Eagles? I don't know. Anyways, because Frank Reich was the was the was the offensive coordinator for the Eagles before he went to uh, Indianapolis. Coach. Yeah, he's not the coach. Yeah, so oh, that's gonna be an interesting conversation we gotta have when we talk about that game. But so, who do you got, Philadelphia or Washington? Philly easy in this one. I, I am going to agree with you on that one. Even though I talked a lot of shit about the Eagles, they're better than the Redskins. Yeah. All right, next up we have, oh, great. We always seem to have these sedways that just work out. 
We have the now Andrew out of luckless Indianapolis Colts <laughs> at the LA Chargers, who don't have their best running back. Yes, this is an interesting conundrum. Melvin Gordon uh, is sitting out the season. Yeah, he's and, and this is how it's going until we I mean we there could be a last minute trade that happens before, but we don't even know if that's gonna happen. But what the Chargers are asking for, which is a lot more than what the fucking Texans asked, asked for Clowney. They're not going to get. No, because you, you think about it like this. How can you tell me that a running back isn't worth paying? And then in the same breath, you say, oh, we want all this because he's worth this much to us. Because they are the L.A. Chargers. They, could, they can't even sell out a soccer stadium. They were one of the hottest teams in the NFL last year. It was still selling tickets for $8 for half for mid, midfield. Well, they're not going to be the hottest team in the NFL without Melvin Gordon. I promise you that. But they still got old reliable. Philip Rivers is going to put up five thousand yards and thirty touchdowns. Oh, let's 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 bring up the Melvin Gordon stats, shall we? Let's see. Uh-huh. Let's look, Melvin Gordon. I will also say this: the Indianapolis Colts don't have a quarterback. Oh, no, and we'll get to that in a second. All right, so Melvin Gordon, we're talking about a two-time uh, a two-time pro bowler out of his four years that he's played. Last year, he divvied up the, uh, the yardage. He had, let me see, he had 175 attempts uh, for 885 yards. He only played in 12 games last year. If he would have played in 16, would have easily um, uh, eclipsed the 1,000-yard mark. He had uh, 50 catches for 490 yards, uh, four touchdowns on the receiving end, 10 touchdowns on the rushing end. He was about as vital to the offense as, as anybody else could be. Um, he had 1,375 yards from scrimmage. Last the year before that, he had almost 1,600 yards from scrimmage. Yeah, that's because Keenan Allen was hurt. Yeah, so you'll still have to take that into consideration that that's 1,600 yards that's gone. That's that's got you got to find 1,600 yards from somewhere. Um, and quite frankly, I don't think the Chargers can. I so don't think the team on the other side of the field. Mm-hmm. T.Y. Hilton was banking on Andrew Luck having a stellar season this year. Oh, yeah, of course. But also, T.Y. Hilton says this is the best Colts team he's ever played for, currently. Yeah, well, I mean, Frank Reich is still the coach. Um, Brissett has still played very well. But they're talking well, Brissett might not even start week one. Well, I don't see who else can. Warrior, that's who they're slating to start the first week. Well, that would be stupid. You can't start a guy who barely knows the offense after four weeks. At least Brissett has been in the offense for the last God knows how long. Yeah, and he played almost the whole season and Andrew Luck was out. Yep. I mean, he's been, underst- he's been an understudy of the Frank Reich. I'm, I'm just like – You know what's hilarious about this? What? The two quarterbacks for the Indianapolis Colts are both Tom Brady's backups. <laughs> If they don't start Jacoby Brissett, then the Chargers are going to somehow win this game. I, I I'm picking the Chargers in this game. 
Like if you if it's legitimately saying Hoyer's gonna start this game, which I can see, which is bad, but I can see, yeah, I gotta take the charges. I'm sorry. Oh, let, me, let me see. Let me look it up and see if David Nasty is starting real quick before you make your choice. All right, so the Colts give Jacoby Brissett a two-year, $30 million extension. Yep. But on their depth chart, right now, yep. Chad Kelly's the number one, Brissett's number two, and Hoyer's number three. E. But it says here that Jacoby Brissett will probably be the starting quarterback. I'm gonna I'm gonna still go with the Chargers because they're mostly a whole team without Melvin Gordon. Still, this is gonna be a a different type of Colts team coming in. There's gonna be some growing pains on this one. I'm gonna still roll with the Chargers. So, do you um, think the Colts overpaid for Jacoby Brissett? No. Two years, Not thirty million. You're giving a guy fifteen million a year, which is top twenty quarterback money for a guy who's shaky? I mean, let's put it this way. We're talking about a guy who also during the worst offensive line years of the Indianapolis Colts took his shares of bumps and bruises, the, the bumps and bruises that Andrew Luck should have probably taken um, that, and, that oh, year. Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about Andrew Luck real quick. In his, what, seven-year career? No. Uh -huh. He only played six years, right? Out of seven? Yep. yep. He was sacked 185 times. Yep. He was hit 375 times. Yep. That is why Andrew Luck retired. Yep. This is – we can blame the previous coaching and previous management of the Indianapolis Colts for Andrew Luck's short career. Yeah. Because yep. all they had to do – was draft a couple of offensive linemen high in the draft, which they never did. Nope. And and uh, what I, I I I solely put this one on Ryan Grigson um, because Chuck Pagano des went into uh, uh, Grigson's office and begged him to draft offensive linemen. And he shot trade for offensive. Yeah, he did. You know why? Wanted, you know why? Because a fucking drunk. Yeah. Well, he wanted he wanted skill players. Uh, Grigson wanted skill players to 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 uh, take away from the fact that they had no offensive line. But my thought is, if you you see that the the top five quarterbacks in the NFL all have the, some of the best offensive linemen in the NFL, if you deem Andrew Luck as your future and one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, give him a goddamn offensive line. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? They they ended a man's career who probably had Hall of Fame potential. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Easily. Easily. And you know me, I talked a lot of trash about Andrew Luck when he played. That's because I'm a Patriots fan. He never could beat Tom Brady in the Patriots. That was his kryptonite. Yeah. But that man that man was fun to watch, even though he looked like a caveman. Yeah, but I, but it, you, I bet you 
nine times out of ten, if we weren't talking about uh, him playing the Patriots, the Colts always had a best, a great shot to win every game that Andrew Luck was playing and was upright in. Can I can I put a little seed of a little seed of something in your brain real quick? Yeah, sure. It's something I read on a website. I can't remember which one it was, but it said Andrew Luck is taking the season off, and next year he will be the backup quarterback in Tom Brady's final final season in New England, and that's who New England will turn the reins over to. That would be interesting, especially because they know how to draft. Um, I actually think that the Patriots are going to aim a little higher, um, considering if you've seen what college football has been producing over this last this past weekend. Well, I'm going to give the Patriots credit because they could have made the mistake and left Brian Hoyer on the team and not did anything with Jared Stidham. Jared mm-hmm. Stidham played phenomenally during the preseason. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. No doubt about that. Um, I think if this is really going to end up being Josh McDaniels' team in a couple years or so, when Bill Belichick retires, just saying, it's going to look it, – it, I, I could see Andrew Luck coming out of retirement. It would give him a year or two off just to let his body heal and his mind heal. You know, because probably got PTSD sitting back there getting killed all the time. I mean, or the other thing is – that they've been talking about Andrew Luck is people forget his dad is running the XFL. Yeah, that's true. A year from now, Andrew yeah. Luck could be a premier quarterback and be a championship quarterback in a league of nobodies. Oh yeah, oh yeah, very easily. We're the you only we're the only ex NFL defensive lineman who has signed with the XFL so far in the Dr. Don suit. Yeah, which obviously you would think that his dad would make sure that he has some of the best offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, 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 in football. And he's not playing against, you know, the highest caliber talent. He would go yeah. there and be a star. Oh, yeah, easily. He would be easily. the face of the XFL if he, if it happened. Oh, yeah, easily. All right, it's so both going with the Chargers on that game. Yep. Next up, we have – this game is going to get ugly in a hurry. We have the A.J. Greenlist Cincinnati Bengals at the – Jadavi, the Jadavian Clowney now, defensive led Seattle Seahawks. Without all right, so they have a running back. They don't have a they don't they don't have a receiver. They have one good receiver. I think Clowney's gonna hit Mixon and say, This is what you give hitting that chick. But you're right though, it's gonna be bad. This one has it's either gonna be like this, it's either gonna be a blowout. Like straight out blowout, or um, it's going to be a shootout. Um, it's going to be a shootout. No AJ Green. All they got is Joe Mixing and Andy Dalton. Yeah, I mean, last year they didn't even have that. And we already said that this is going to be one of Cincinnati's worst years ever. Yeah. This <laughs> yeah. At some point, you can you got to stop blaming Marvin Lewis. Um, well, this will be the first game. First real game they played without Marvin Lewis in fucking 13 years. Yeah, as I said, at some point you got to They're now rebuilding, and unfortunately for them, they got to go to the home of the 12th man and play now a re-energized defense with somebody who could blow past any offensive lineman in the drop of a hat. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I got Seattle on this one all day. Yeah, I got Seattle in a big way because Russell Wilson is going to come out and put on the show. Yeah, 
He got that yeah. new contract. He found his blackness. You're going to come out the door on a Friday show. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> so we both got Seattle on this one? Yes, sir. All right. So I'm going to speed these up a little bit because we've already been going for like an hour and 11. I'm getting tired. Uh, it's because of the malfunctions with the internet. We should be much further than we are, but we're not. It is what yeah, I know. I'm sorry. So next up, we have an interesting game. A game between two teams that struggled last year. A game between a team who has a former New England Patriots head coach and the team who fired their head coach after one season for no fucking reason. We have the Detroit Lions at the Arizona Cardinals. Is the midget going to die? Uh, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, starting Kyler Murray week one. Hmm. I like the Lions in this one. I, I like the fact that they're one, they're a whole team. They're this they is who they are. Yeah, they have a running back now. Um receiving core is still man, but they have a running back now. Matt Stafford still knows how to throw a football last time I checked. Well, um, in my opinion, if the Detroit Lions don't make the playoffs this year, Matt Stafford will not be in the Lions quarterback after the season. No, I don't think so either. That that's that's a real. It's a shame because Matt Stafford has given everything to this organization. He puts up numbers. Yeah, he just doesn't put up wins. Yeah, I mean it is what it is, right? Uh, but uh, Arizona is the young team, a young fresh team. Their defense is going to be legit with Chandler Jones and Terrell Suggs leading the charge. Yeah, I mean no doubt. Uh, it's gonna they're gonna grind out some games, but this but is one Patrick game. Patterson, Patrick Patterson is suspended for the first six games. Yeah, but you you gotta you gotta you gotta uh, think about this. Um, the Lions defensive uh, court, uh, their head coach is a defensive guy. Mm -hmm. This is gonna it, you don't want to go defense on defense with a defensive guy. You don't not especially, not a, not especially that defensive guy. Yeah, because he gave the Patriots fits last year. So it blew out the Patriots last year. Yeah. So I, I my money on this one, I, I like the Detroit Lions a lot. Uh I think they, they need this win more so than Arizona does. Arizona could probably go without losing this game and still establish what they're trying to establish. Well, Arizona, the only team they beat with consistency every year is the 49ers. Um, but I don't see this being a good matchup for Arizona. I think Detroit wins this one pretty easily. Oh, yeah, easily. All right. So next up, we have an NFC West battle. Ezekiel Elliott got paid. Jerry Jones is still mad. We have the New York Giants who got Golden Tate back at the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh. Where Dak Prescott wants $40 million a year and still has not signed a new deal. He's not worth 40. He's not worth 30. Yeah. I'm like, and the fact that. Above my thing, last, you know, what I said about Jacoby Reset, I'd rather get Jacoby Reset 30 million a year than Dak Prescott. My whole thing with Dak, right, <laughs> is that Dak hasn't proven that without Zeke and Amari Cooper that he's a functional quarterback. Every time, when he when he had nothing and only Cole Beasley, he was marginal at best. With Zeke. Cole Beasley uh, saved his ass a lot. Oh, I know. Oh, definitely. Uh, with just Zeke, um, and even with Zeke and Des Bryant at the time, they they put up some numbers. Um, they they have a lot to prove. I think, but I think that right now Dallas at full strength. This is Dallas's game to lose. Be dead honest. 
Um, and that's exactly what it comes down to. This is literally Dallas's game to lose. Zeke is happy. Uh, Prescott's gonna have to show that he's gonna be worth a worth a forty million dollar man. I don't think that he can though. Um, but <laughs> they didn't figure out me. I call it like it is. Dallas is at full strength. You got to roll with Dallas. The only way I would pick the Giants in this game is you're going to laugh and look, give me that crazy look when I say that, is if they started Daniel Jones the quarterback. Well, I'm hey, I'm not going to sit here and laugh at you. I, I've seen Daniel Jones play in the preseason. Remember, I had my doubts and my reservations about Daniel Jones. We talked mad shit about Daniel Jones three weeks ago. He still wasn't worth the first round number six pick. Let, get me no. wrong. Because they could have gotten him in the sixth round and got the same production. Yeah. Um, however. No, I got that well, in this game. Yeah. I, I, I think that we, uh, we still have to see Daniel Jones against first team defenses. Yeah. We he haven't seen that. He's going to throw three interceptions and three touchdowns in this game. Yeah. Dallas will still win. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I got Dallas. I like Dallas. You got Dallas. Let's roll it. All right. Next up, we have your San Francisco 49ers at the who knows what the fuck they're doing, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay didn't solve the problem last year, which was they got more holes on their defense and switched cheese. And they lost um, their second of their two headed receiving monster. Yep, and on top of that, their offensive-minded head coach is gone. But no, Arians is good. No, Arians is good, but he's the defensive-minded head coach, but also a quarterback whisperer. So this is one of those things that he's going to rein in. Uh, he's going to rein in Jameis Winston. He's going to give him all the five legs he can eat. Yeah, but this is this isn't going to be shootout season um, in Tampa Bay. It's not going to be like that anymore. With that said. Uh, Bruce Arians has always had problems against Kyle Shanahan offense. Well, let, let me say this before before you go off on a tangent. Yeah, I picked the 49ers. Oh well, I'm impressed, sir. I'm impressed. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have a big game against that shitty Tampa Bay defense. Yeah, that's it. Swiss cheese, baby, Swiss cheese. Um, I, I'm rolling with the 49ers. I, but I, 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 well, I put that on it before we started the show that you were picking the 49ers. Remember the one time I didn't pick the 49ers last year, they ended up winning. Remember I told yeah, you though, all, I, all hope was gone for the team and you gave up on even you gave up on them. They won the week after, then they lost the rest of their games. <laughs> hey, but I did pick the one game I said they were I said they were gonna beat Seattle in Seattle. Yeah. I picked yeah. it. I, I said it. I said it was gonna happen at the beginning of the year. I said they're gonna beat Seattle. I said this is gonna be the first year that they beat Seattle in Seattle in so many years. Next up. Sunday Night Football, we have the matchup that is usually a premier matchup of a season. We have the faltering Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Foxborough Stadium to play the New England Patriots. No Le'Veon Bell. No Antonio Brown. No Antonio Brown. No um, defense. No defense. And they're, this is the team that the Patriots are going to be playing? Yep. I was, I'm not even going to talk no more. Patriots all way. That, that, that's it. This is – this is is this your king? That's what – that's exactly – got to hit it with the Killmonger shit. Is this your king? So, 
when the schedule first got announced 10 weeks ago, and they announced that Pittsburgh was traveling to New England, New England opened up week one as a 18-point favorite over the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> and justifiably so. And that was after the clock retirement, before Josh Gordon got put back in the league. <laughs> Just as they deserve, yes. Um, New England wins this game. Tom Brady, okay. even when Pittsburgh was at their best, used to shred the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. In Pittsburgh. Oh, he yeah. didn't do that shit at home. He beat them at home. But in Pittsburgh, he shredded them. Oh, yeah. How John Cena say Made the steel curtain look like Venetian blinds? <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. I think we Nasty. have a big game from Tom Brady in the running back core of the New England Patriots in this one. I think a big game from everybody. Fuck this shit. Josh Gordon going to have a coming out party. I think Demarius Thomas going to go off because he's always beaten. He's always played well against the Steelers. Oh yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it's 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 a wrap. It's All right. Wrap. So next up, we got our two Monday night games. Why they do two Monday night games in week one? It don't matter because everybody's asleep by the second one. Which, given the matchup of the second game this year, I see why. We have the first game. We have the clowniless. Houston Texans traveling to the Bayou to take on the New Orleans Saints. Who them boys? Who them boys got a wide receiver with a brand new fat contract? He's ready to make some noise. The Texans, the Texans had a lot of problems against Tom Brady. Offensive scheming wise, you know that the Saints are going to take it to him. Alvin Kamara is going to go for two hundred yards in this game. Oh, it's going to be bad. You've seen the problems that they've had with their offensive line in the preseason. Protect. This is the starting offensive line trying to protect Deshaun Watson. I mean, they, the did reason. The, they did get the pothead from Miami. Yeah, but that's that. this is going to take some time to get them schemed in and ready to go. I mean, you just can't throw an offensive lineman in there and hope, every, and hope for the best. It's not how it works. As much as you want to, it's just not how it works. Um, Unfortunately... And I say this about Matt Patricia and Mike Vrabel. Former people under Belichick seem to think that they can do what Belichick does. Belichick has an offensive line that he could bring in anybody in their block well. Nope. As some um, Trent Brown, who failed in San Francisco, became a pro bowler in New England, and now yeah. has a $100 million contract in Oakland, where I guarantee you he's going to fail. Yeah, of course. Um, it's all about the system. It's all about how you scheme up. Um but the Saints have been doing Saint things for a while now. Uh, they're coming back fully healthy. They're angry. They're and, pissed after how the season ended last year. And Michael Thomas predicts that he's going to have a three thousand yard receiving season. Yeah, my you know me. I told. I think I've already told you my Saints, not my Saints, but the Saints are my pick uh, for the NFC to be NFC champions this year. Well, we want. Um, we, we all we all deserve and we all want a Brady Brady Super Bowl. Yeah. It's what, it's what we need. This is it's to be what perfect. We yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, that way, R Roger Goodell can't fuck it up um, with his bullshit. I think it'll be great. There's so many storylines you can do it. I think either way. I think the Saints have got this one. This is an easy one for me to pick. Yeah, Houston. They have issues. Um, they still got who I think is the best wide receiver in football, in DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Um, their running back core got nailed badly when Lamar Miller is out for the season now. Mm -hmm. 
in in our prediction show, I predicted that he would have a big season. Yeah, that was rough. But didn't they bring in Duke Johnson? Yes, they did. They traded Duke for Johnson, him. He's a good. He is a good running back. Yep. But unfortunately for the quarterback, who I do like watching play, Deshaun Watson, he's going to have some problems. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Very, very good. Yeah. No, no doubt. They had, no they doubt. had one slip up last year in the first week. I don't think that mistake's going to happen again. Not I got the Saints winning this game probably by about 30. Yeah. I don't think that much. Maybe about 15, 20. You got to remember, they went through a seven-week period last year where they scored 55 points a game. <laughs> <laughs> and only gave up in the then they got screwed by the Rams in the, in the playoffs. Like I said, motivated, angry, frustrated. And what this is probably Drew Brees' last year, too, so he's going to be looking to put on a show. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, as I said, the next game is kind of a <laughs> – um, especially now that Antonio Brown is arguing that he shouldn't have been fined for skipping practice. Um, we have the Denver Broncos at the Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders are in hard knocks, which means they're only going to win three games this year. Will this be one of them? Um, against Denver? It's at Oakland. At Oakland. Von Miller looks resurgent in the preseason. Mm. No, he did have a horrible season last year. Mm. Um... I, who is – oh, yeah, Joe Flacco is their quarterback this year, right? Yeah, Joe Flacco. Broadway Joe Flacco is the quarterback of the Broncos. I like the Raiders. I don't – you know me, I never cheer for the Raiders, but I like the Raiders in this one. I actually put your name on Denver. I thought you were going to choose Denver. I thought so too, but isn't – Philip Lindsay is hurt. There's a lot of people. Thought, yeah, and, and, you know, that was the catalyst of the Denver Broncos year was Philip Lindsay. And they cut Shane Ray. Yep. Oh yeah. No, I gotta. You gotta. I never cheer for the the Raiders. I gotta. I'll pick them. I'll pick them. But I'm gonna say, okay. I said they're only gonna win three games this year. This is gonna be one of those three. I think Antonio Brown has a big a big game. Derek Carr has a big game. Trent Brown actually blocks well for one game in the season because Derek 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 Carr likes to run to the left side of the offensive line. Trent Brown with the right guard, they put him on the left tackle position. He's going to struggle. Derek Carr will probably get injured eight games, seven, nine games into the season. And then it's the Nathan Peterman show, ladies and gentlemen. But the Oakland Raiders will win this game. This will be the one of three victories this season. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So those are our week one predictions. We disagreed on a few, so we should have a nice little – Starting point to our wins and losses for the season this year. Yes, sir. I am so happy. For, we are only 16 hours away from kickoff of the 2019-2020 NFL season. I look forward to doing these shows with you as long as you don't leave me awkwardly hanging by myself, talking to different personalities about a debate. It's going to be really weird, especially when you do when you do the, when you do the fucking recording for the for the podcast. That's gonna be the really weird. That's gonna be the really awkward part. It wasn't me. It was the internet. Okay, that should be fun. I can't. Much like his internet. I'm Big Sin. That's Hollywood Jay Black. This has been the NFL Kickoff Show for Week One. We'll see you next week. That's right.
Until then, we are out this bitch. And like his internet, this is... <laughs> <laughs> oh.